What's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? My name's Colin Prentice. I'm the Arch. To my right, I have Tom Gannon, the heel. And to my left, I have Bryce Clark, the toe. How are we doing, boys, and what's going on? The toe is back, baby. Y'all only missed me for one potty. Bryce, you are still looking toe-ish. I am fantastic. I have escaped from winter, and it's 60 degrees and sunny every day, and I'm playing wiffle ball. <sighs> How was that 60-hour drive from Mass to, what, Vegas? Nah, it was uh, it was only like 50 hours on the road. Yeah, it was uh, long. It was a very long drive. A lot of hours behind the wheel and sitting in the passenger seat. But we eventually got there. It was pretty good. So uh, you didn't just go out there by yourself. You also went out there with someone else who sadly we do not have on the pod today. Not today. But who was that? Nick Lee, manager of the New York Dragons. Great driver. Certified safe driver. Definitely has his CDL. Got it. Does that mean Nick Lee's moving out to Vegas now? Not moving. Moved. Ooh, fully moved. And so well, I mean, you know, he's here, so. Well, yeah, he's there, but. It- you know, still planning on going, going back for Mid-Atlantic opening day, so I'm not sure what his whole long-term plan is. I don't want to you know, speak on his life, but he's here right now. Oh, and we'll get more of the details later. Bryce, how are you doing? Pretty good, you know, no complaints. I'm just here for another episode of Athlete's Foot. I'm going to tow this thing up. Well, Tom, you're not the one that has the weird hot take today. Bryce is. I got a hot take. Now brought to you by We Came For This Whiffs. Follow We Came For This YouTube on Instagram and We Came For This Whiffs on Twitter. Thank you. Brought to you by Nico's parents, big fans of the pod. I'm going to leave it as a cliffhanger for a second. Everyone's like, what was that long pause for? You've been listening to Josh Smith's podcast, haven't you? Hey, we're bringing our hot take to you today. Yeah. That's how all the Huntington podcasts were. Uh, but my hot take... Something a little bit different this year about competition-wise. This might, for how you wish the stuff ended last year, and some uh, teams from outside the Northeast upset some pretty big names and stuff last year. I think this might be the year where it becomes a little bit more even-keeled. You might see some other teams like the Midwest and West, like more teams make pushes into that Sweet 16 and Elite 8 Final Four run. Like I think the rest of the country is going to start catching up with us. So upon that, do you think that any of these teams that are outside of MAW and or the Northeast are going to come to MAW and try and show them up early in the season? Yes, I think opening day, I think this is going to be one of the toughest uh, pool plays like events or you know like beginning of the tournament like and it's going to be really difficult because i think you're going to see a lot of workhorses go early a lot of aces go early uh especially like if someone like 
if TC-35 gets the jugs off the rip, obviously they're going right for them right then and there because there's no guaranteed you'll get them later into a playoff or nothing. Same thing with anybody. Like, any one of the teams, like your normal team names that you normally hear about from Mall, like anyone who's outside of Mall, like they get them and pull play. They're, you're, you're, look, you're probably looking at getting the best pitcher on that team right off the rip, 8 o'clock in the morning because everyone wants to knock us off. Sorry, is is your hot take that a non-Mid-Atlantic team is going to win opening day? I won't be surprised if they do. Because we're still going to beat up on each other. Because I don't know, I think that's a pretty good hot take. Because, like, you know, we th- I think we're going to defend as someone that plays Mid-Atlantic. But, you know, there's a lot of good teams coming this year. A lot of good teams that have never played Mid-Atlantic oh, yeah. coming out. These are going to come loaded in, whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, it could happen. I don't think so. I mean, it, I'm, all I'm saying is this, like, my hot take was, like, just for the whole year, I think the competition is getting better everywhere else now. So we're going to have better quality teams coming from outside this area come in and compete. Like, there's going to be more competitive teams is what I'm kind of meeting. I mean, they were more, they've been competitive, but I feel like, they're start. They're they're catching up. It's starting to really get to the level that the Northeast has been the past what ten years. Yeah, that line just ain't as clear anymore. It, I can agree with that. That is also a good take. But going back to MAW for a second, they're gonna have a twenty-four team cap. I heard as well. I'm not sure if that's a hundred percent true, but yeah. Do you think that's also going to limit the amount of teams and or limit the amount of outside teams coming into MAW? It's going to put a lot big thought process in of whenever you're coming from outside. Like, say you're just coming in from wherever, it don't matter. I saw your normal mall league, right? So you already see, like, 16 teams been reached. So obviously a lot of more of your normal Mid-Atlantic Whiffle teams, like you got Earl, you got the Jugs, uh, Yaks, us, like your staples. Whiffink, too, this year. Yeah, Whiffink's back. But, so you already know what, like, what talent the rosters hold, right? So, and I'll everybody else, too, you know, I don't know if all the names are out or not, where people know, like, usual suspects are coming and stuff like that. So you're seeing a lot of, like, common, like, team names. So if you're an outsider coming in, you're going to want to bring your best team, like, basically, like, your UF team to go compete in this tournament because this would be something great to prep you for because you're going to see, like, it's just quality whiffs at the end of the day. Like, you're even, like, a team that was, like, middle of the pack, lower in the pack last year, and Maul, like they made runs in United. So there's no cupcake games. But like all these teams, I think everyone, it's just, there's no easy games. There's no cakewalks. And in order to compete, you have to bring your, your, like your best. And it's opening day too. So, you know, not everyone's in midseason form. Obviously, it's opening day. I don't know. It's going to be, it's just going to be tough. I don't think anyone's just going to just put a team together and come into Maul. Like I think they're going to bring, like a UF caliber team. So my next question upon this hot take is, do you think playing the one tournament of MAW is going to screw them up when they come to UFs? I know it's a long ways away, but at the same time, it, it's more of 
it's more aggressive. That's the reason I'm asking. Uh, at least, sorry, more. It's more more aggressive hitting wise. No, no, it's just going to prep them better. Oh yeah, for sure. Zero one count. It's going to make you a more aggressive hitter. But anyways, like even if like you come in and go zero oh, and three, well, guess what? Well. Now you go back and you look at what you did or how your games went and stuff, and then you're like, all right, so we when we get back to that stage again, you don't want to do that. So you got to work to go and fix those problems. Like, it don't it doesn't matter. Coming to mall opening day, it's just going to set you up for success later, in my opinion. Love hearing that. You can't read too much into. You ain't got to read too much into it though. It's like you play well, awesome. So you know what's going well for it. You play terrible, well, shit. Okay. Well, we can't do this when we actually play for the big one in October. And then, you know, if you play that bad, you'll say, well, wait, maybe we'll come to another event in like July or August for something if we can make it just to see if we're on pace with those teams too. You know what I mean? Plus, there's a lot of teams, like there's a lot of guys out west or so I haven't played yet. And so, them coming out and playing us or something, it would benefit them so they have, like instead of just watching this on the live stream and stuff, actually seeing it in person. It, it helps you better understand like what each person's capable of. Yeah, it's hard to imagine playing wouldn't help anybody. I ask these questions for a reason, always trying to get people talking. But we should move on a little bit. Let the let the four listeners that we have listen to something else for a little bit. So we got a three up and three down, boys. That we do. I don't have three positive things. You only have to say one. There's three of us. Well, good, because I can. I, I don't have three. Man, I'm glad someone can count at least, because I definitely can't. <laughs> I got one. I got my up. Let me have my up. Oh, you you want to go now? Go for it. I want to go right go now. Go right now. Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan? Sean, Sean I'm, I'm going to give Sean Ryan praise right here. This guy has been going to the gym, and he is dropping weight. I think he's down, and I hate to say I have to go back in the group chat and look, remember the numbers. But the guy's been putting in work. Uh, Marty's been, you know, getting him right on his diet. And the guy's dropping away. He's coming in opening day. He's going to be in much better shape this year than what he was last year. So good job, Sean. You're my up. All right, yeah, I'm going to go with Sean's workout buddy, Jimmy Cole. Apparently has been pitching well in the batting cages. They get a batting cage tunnel together, and it's mostly Jimmy throwing since Sean has a noodle arm now. But apparently last time they went, Jimmy carved him up pretty good. Look out for the meats opening day. Word on the street. All right. Y'all went with some really good guys. I'm going to go with one of my guys as well. You love to hate him. You hate to love him. Ben Stant. He's been putting in a good, good amount of work. He's, he's, he's pitching now, right? Yeah, he's pitching now. And last I saw and heard, he was hitting 80s, which is That's slightly scary as a batter. But at the same time, I love to see it. I love to see that because that man's putting in work, especially after having a hard time after surgery and his arm being a little messed up. He's still putting in good work. That's going to be my up today. Good job, Benjamin. Way to go, Benjamin. Ben Glenn Stant. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Heck yeah. I see him with his backwards hat on throwing BP. Man looks good doing a lot of things. 
Uh-huh. I saw him on that uh, that Maryland league too. They had, he was a big photo. Oh, he's in that Maryland then, league. I, think, I didn't know that. I, yeah, I think him and Whitner went and played in that last weekend or something. That's sick, 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 sick. Now we got to go right into our downs. Yeah. I want to say the same down as I did last time as our first you show, but can't. you know what? That's rude. I know. That's twice in a row. Even though it's been I'd be over bullying. A month. Would it be would it be bullying? It's a little bit of bullying at that point. Ah. Back on it. I support the bullying because it creates character, but at the same time, don't do it. Not today. Yeah, dag on. Well, my one down is there ain't no wiffle ball being played right now. For me. I'm still in the off season. I was so. gonna say you just happen to be in the wrong area. Because, so you're down. You're down as uh, you. You you are down. I'm on. I'm on downer right now. Yes, Tom. Jesus. <sighs> I mean, you putting in so much work. You really saying you the down? I just want to play, man. I gotta wait. Yeah, because he's not doing wiffle ball related activities. He's just picking up heavy stuff. I am doing wiffle ball. Re- I am picking up a lot of heavy stuff. Lift heavy, hit hard. But, and I'm throwing, and I'm. And I'm and I'm yeah I'm hitting and I'm throwing. Bryce is so. down because he's got nobody to play with. I ain't got no one to play with. Oh, just me myself and I. All right, Tom, do you have a down? Yes, my down is Nick Lee because I hit a home run off him in a practice game. <laughs> he was only throwing, you know, it was 55 mile an hour limit, but he didn't hit a home run off me, and I hit a home run off him, so he's my down. But I'm sure he'll figure it out. Uh, that is tough. That's really tough. Sorry for Nick Lee. Tom Gannon's a hitter. No, he's actually been playing pretty good. And I also didn't know that he pretty much had never swung a yellow bat before coming out here. So he's been hitting the ball pretty well. Really? Yeah, just always fast pitch or, you know, yard. You got the modified bats, not really the same thing. And he didn't bat really that much at NWA the years he went. I was going to say, I know he didn't really bat at NWLA, but I, I'm still surprised that was really one of the first couple times that he's that he swung a yellow bat like that, at least in a while. Yeah, I wouldn't say a golden stick bat, you know, like the lumberjack or the moonshot. I would put that in a different category. Those things are heavy in comparison. Yeah, that feels more like a fast pitch bat. I think that's the, like kind of the whole point. Definitely, and I completely understand why it is, but at the same time, that that's just a little surprising. Nick Lee, props to you. I need to think of a down real quick. You're a down. <laughs> yeah, I basically facts. canceled. I basically canceled out my down by saying something good about Nick Lee. Uh, Oops. I hate to see it. Tom Gannon's going soft. Tom Gannon going soft. Hot take. Tom Gannon's going soft. You heard it here first. I wish out. Yeah. I unfired. I, I unfired Carl Coffee. You know what? Just just because of that, I was actually going to pick myself as well because I wasn't working as hard. That was going to be my down. No, Bryce stole it. Dude, Bryce always steals your picks. I know. He always does and always will, and I can't stand it. I don't know why you keep letting me go before you, but you, I keep volunteering. You say, you know what? You go right on ahead, old toe. I mean, you the toe. You lead most of the time. I yeah, just you the toe is the front of the foot, basically, right? And I hit my and I hit myself on the coffee table yet. Oh, that's impressive. So my down is Tom. You've been gloating way too much. You need to stop. Yeah, everyone I get to play out here on you don't. 
Everyone out here on the East Coast is hating you because it's too cold to throw and anyone well, come visit. Think. It's it's sixty degrees and sunny every day out here, so like come yeah, play some I ball would love to, but if you're like, around. I would love to, but like money and Yeah, it's a good time. down. I have yeah, I have I have done that. Yeah. But don't you like don't you love all the pictures I'm sending you? I do. They're beautiful <laughs> and I can't wait to see the field. But at the yeah. same time, you just gotta get Cuba Dave to get you out here. Oh, Cuba Dave! Hopefully. Shout out Cuba Dave! I was gonna say shout out Cuba Dave, and we know you're listening. Cuba Dave, fly me back out there, and I can't wait. We're gonna have a good time, and we'll win. We'll we should let me let me pick the team. Let me pick. Hey, the challenges team. tournaments this weekend. Get the Cuba Dave All Stars together. Ooh, Cuba Dave All Stars! <laughs> you know, Dude, that, if that Sylvie so actually funny. goes, we might win. We yeah, might win it, really easily. It's funny because it would have been really funny if that team was called the Ringers, like as oh, the team I'm name. So, I'm so Wouldn't glad it great? wasn't. Yeah, but like that would have been pretty cool, especially if you also won. I'm very glad we weren't the Ringers because one, that would have been even more disappointing because that was I also. Hey, the ones. That was a goddamn strike and you know it. Watch the video back. I have it if you need me to send it. I've been keeping it in my back pocket for over a year at this point. It's a strike. Yep, ball hit strike. Ball hit the strike zone. I've seen I've seen the play in question. The dude all they gonna let this go. Y'all might as well admit it. You know what you did. I I was definitely cheated because people just tried to call things and I looked at it and I was like But the ball hit the strike zone. Yeah, I I literally okay. So I literally looked at <laughs> the guys up in the booth. I looked at the strike zone and I was like, "What? What the hell?" That hit bottom pipe and bounced off the ground. That's a strike and an out right there. Game difference. We win. But either way, we have a draft that we're gonna do here, and Bryce don't know what the topic is. I do not know. When do I find out when this topic is? What this topic is? You're gonna find out after we draft. Oh, you motherfucker! So Bryce does not know what the draft is going to be, but the parameters are that these are all wiffle ball guys, and if there is a wiffle ball girl, we will find you and we will get you on this podcast. It will be a great time. We technically have one. Uh, we do it's a matter of when she gets into the league <laughs> that's yeah 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 she, she plays ecw right yeah hot take didn't know that i say that like a question i pitched to her my guy how do you not know about Allie? anyways my guy that i'm taking is fake i hate to say that that's a really good pick tom don't you think that that's a, uh, why would you hate to say it that is a great pick he doesn't even know why no he doesn't need to that's even better tom you want to go next <laughs> I'm doing good. Nah, you can go next. Do I get two picks or are we doing fixed? Nah, fixed. All right, either way, I'm fine with going last because I'm going to still pick the best team with the worst, with all the odds stacked against me. Perfectly fine. My pick is Chris Prohl and or Chris P. Pretty good. Crispy's a good pick. Crispy's a good pick. I am going to pick Will Marshall. Ooh. 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 Okay, so my next is uh, it's my turn now, right? Yes. This is not okay. So I am going to take Jeremy Ray out of the Huntington Wiffle League. I don't know him, but that sounds like a good time. 
sounds like a great, great guy. Good guy. Good guy. He's number two. So I'm actually going to go with the homeboy G, Gerard Fitzgerald. Ah, uh, finally stole someone's pick. Good. All right, but that's going to leave me with a great pick here. I'm taking Chris Morse. Ooh. Chris Morse. Thank you. Ooh. Uh, that's good. I'm trying to figure out what y'all are doing. I'm trying to figure out the thing I'm drafted here by your guys' picks. You're picking a good team, though, honestly. Oh, I know. I was going to say, it's a good team that you've got so far. And we will go over all of these guys after. But damn. Give me Didio. You know? Another good pick, I think. I like Didio. You know, he he he's hitting. He's hitting. I'm probably going to have to go. Let's go Jimmy Cole. Millsy. Good good pick. Very good pick. Uh, Rob Cologne. I'll go Brian Denap. Damn it. Andrew Stone. Damn you! That was going to be my next one. I was hoping he'd go that far. I'll, I'll trade him to you for G and your next pick. Nah, nah, not worth it. Definitely not worth it. All right, this is... It's just five or drafting or four. Oh, we're only drafting five. Gotta gotta make a five man team. Okay, this is my last. Give me, you know what? Give me Josh Pagano. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Definitely not bad, but not great. Shots fired. I have no idea what we're picking. Shots fired. I have no idea what we're picking for. You know, let's go with the homeboy, Geno Smith. No, oh my god. Oh my god. You, I said it. you can't, can't delete it. that. Can't you back. can't delete you that. You can't delete it. Nope. The pick was in. The pick was in. The pick the, the pick was red. Oh my god. I can't nope. believe I just said that. That's I definitely said, yes. Right? You you said it. Smith. Holy fuck. Uh, let's go with the homeboy, Gino Joseph. All right, I actually have to think about this next pick. I'm not sure. I still can't believe I fucking said Geno Smith. Oh my god. I wrote back. Yeah, dwell on that for like another 15 seconds before I make my pick. <laughs> oh, I'm dwelling on it for like the next five minutes. <laughs> you mean years. I'm pacing right now. I'm disappointed, honestly. God, I can't blame you. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm embarrassed. I'm hurt, embarrassed, and feel like I should shrivel up and end this podcast right now. <laughs> podcast is done. We don't even care about your last. Oh thing. my oh. gosh! I had somebody and I lost it. Um, we're done. No, hold on. I Cut had. Uh, I had somebody and then I lost. You have five oh. seconds, Tom. I'm sorry, guys. Give me just. No, you good. Take your time. Take your time. I pick blindly here. Give me just one. Uh, okay. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Ooh, I got one. I'm going with Taylor Briner. Oh, he's the man. He's the man. People might not know it yet, but he's the man. I met him, and definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Just overall good vibes and solid player. 100%. By the way, what we were drafting, Bryce, and listeners, was players you wanted to hang out with. Nothing had to do with their ability. Huh, I'd hang up with all my guys. I was going to say, do you want to run through your guys real quick? Didio, Jeremy Ray, Rob Cologne, Pagano, and Fink. And Fink was my first pick, and I read him last. That's, again, that was a great pick right off the start. That'd be a hell of a pizza party, boys. Just saying. We go bowl? We go bowling? You know? 
I was gonna say all all three teams should go bowling and have a big ass pizza party. That would be a fun day of bowling. We'll put up the kitty lanes. We'll do some shit behind between the legs, you know, behind the back. Oh, dude, it'd be a blast. Beers would be drank. I think it'd be all right. Oh, great time, great time. Bryce, would you like to name off your players? Tom, would you like to name off your players? And I'll name my players off last. Okay. Fink, Didio, Jeremy Ray, Josh Pagano, Rob Colon. And not in any specific order for the fun draft. I had Will Marshall, Chris Morse, Andrew Stone. Um, who else did I have? And then I picked uh, I picked Taylor Briner last, but who was my fourth pick? How can I remember all my guys? I know I took Will Marshall, Chris Morse, Andrew Stone. Stoney. G. No. I took two different Gs. And Taylor Briner. But I picked Taylor last. I, who am I forgetting? I feel so bad. Well, you apparently didn't want to hang out with him, Tom. Some, <laughs> yeah, someone, I, someone was not on my big board, and I picked them because I thought of them, and then I forgot them already. I feel so stupid. I, but you guys should feel stupid, too. Well, <laughs> you guys should feel stupid too because you don't, you didn't think of them. Oh, I'm horribly stupid. I know it. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Oh my God. I know who it is. Do you guys want to try to guess? Wasn't it? It was, it was one of those CCW guys, wasn't it? No. Gross. Ew. Okay. I'm going to go. Ready? I had Will Marshall, Chris Morse, Andrew Stone, Adam Milstead, and Taylor Briner. Yeah, it was Millsy. Oh my God, you should be embarrassed if you forgot Millsy. How can we forget that? Oh my God. Yeah, we should all like we all deserve some something bad. You're way too. To be honest with you, Tom, you're way too dumb. <laughs> Big facts, but that makes all of us way too dumb. Dude, we should for sure go bowling <laughs> with these guys. That'd be sick. Uh, my team was Chris Prohl, aka Chris P. Gerard Fitzgerald, Jimmy Cole, Brian Denap, and Gino Joseph. Everyone except Gino is at the. Uh... No, you said Gino Smith. <laughs> Everyone except for Gino on that list was at the draft tournament. Honestly, Gino Smith would probably pay for all the bowling stuff. He he could probably afford it. Oh, Gino Smith would definitely pay for all of it. Yeah, he's a mountaineer. I'm a mountaineer. We're good. He got money. He can be my sugar daddy any day. <laughs> All right, that's a fun segment. Now we got to go what? Well, after that good of a segment, we have some outlandish predictions for this year. Do you do you guys have any outlandish predictions for this year? Do you see anything happening? Do you have the crystal ball in front of you that's going to tell you what's going on? I got one. Ethan Weiner's going to throw a no-hitter. Wow. That should have been a hot take. Righty or lefty? I don't care how he gets it done, but he gets it done. A one, I have one of the West Coast teams knocking out one of the teams that made it to the last week of Mid-Atlantic playoffs at opening day. I don't know which one is knocking out which one, but that's my take. I like it. I like that prediction. My prediction is going to be the Dark Knights winning the Golden Stick Open. I want to see that. I would love to see that. As much as I want to win, I would love to see them win. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a big play that you saw coming. Doesn't matter how it happened, but something that you saw coming as soon as you stepped around what was going on. And me personally, in the last game against 603, Bryce, when you hit that home run, 
I sat down on the bench and said, oh, he's going to do something here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And then you piss-missled that Homer out way too quickly. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that was the first inning, right? That was first inning. Yeah. I had literally just come off the mound. As soon as I sat down, I was like, oh, I feel like something good's going to happen in this inning right now. Sadly, we didn't win that game. Nice. But that was definitely a big moment that I saw coming. The big bombs key. Right, mine's bombs mine's key. kind of a throwback. It's a pretty old one. Fast Plastic 2019. Ooh. The semifinals. I'm watching Remember the Name versus C4. And Dan Weiner's still in the game. Steffi's up to the plate. I think he fouled one back. And then I turn over to Ben Schaefer sitting next to me. And I say, Steffi's hitting a home run this at bat. And I think it was two pitches later, boom, he rips a home run. And you can see in the video me pointing at Ben because I was right. That's so cool. Only home run I called that whole weekend, by the way. It's not like I go around saying, oh, dude, this guy's about to hit a home run. And then take credit when they finally do. That was the only one I did. Doesn't matter. That's always a great feeling. Bryce, has any of this happened to you before? Every time in Huntington Wiffle, I can always call out when Roush is going to hit a bomb. Every time. Every time? He hit a lot. But I knew, like, when we absolutely needed a bomb, I knew Roush was going to be the guy to hit it. Well, Roush, is there any, any bomb in particular that you want to tell the story about? There's a plethora of them. First, Roush, we know you're listening, and we want you to comment on this. Has he actually called almost every home run that you've hit please let us know in twitter every big time also great use of the word plethora every big time homer big time homer not every homer basically every clutch homer i knew roush was gonna be the guy to hit it like i called that one at nwla when we were playing Berwin that roush was going to end the game i called it i sat there and called it that's right he did i was there for that can confirm that roush is good Roush is good, and I want to see him play more whiffs. That should be a t-shirt. Roush is good. I would wear I would wear that. Roush hits nukes. I'm going to get that tatted on me. Already getting made now. Already getting made. How to get a sticker put on a cooler? I'll get stickers and shirts. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, Roush is good. He's a good hitter. Hopefully we see him in more fast pitch events. But we got to move on. Is there a great pitching performance. Let's say over this past year that you enjoyed watching. Oh, ooh, can I go first? Of course. I enjoyed, well, I wouldn't say I was just impressed to see Kevin Norris hitting like mid nineties at UFs. I've never seen him do that before. That's just because I haven't watched him throw a lot. So you're also seeing old Norris. You're not seeing young Norris anymore. So yeah. Well, I saw him just freaking sit up there, get this leg kick, and he sit there for like two seconds, and he just freaking pump at 93, 94. I'm like, fire me up. Dude can still chuck. Love seeing it. Yeah. Just means the guys that play whiffs for a long time don't lose their stuff. Look at Pagano. Yeah. He's been playing for so long. A lot of mileage on the wing, for sure. lot of mileage. You are very correct about that. Not really say about the performers or not. I think I, mean, I think he pitched well. He they, he just came in late when they were down. But I don't know. I was just fired up whenever I heard the freaking board. I'm like, what is going on over here? Either way, Tom, what's your great pitching performance from this past year? Right, we've already mentioned this guy on the pod. 
Bryce drafted him, but I'm going with Anthony Didio in the finals of Golden Stick. I believe he pitched the first five innings against Whiff Inc. Zero runs to shut him down. You know, and then Norris came in and shut him off for the last four, but like that's not important. Didio was good. That's expected from Norris. That is true. That is very true. Not that that shouldn't be expected from Didio, too. He's also very good and does it every year. But I was just very impressed that they didn't score a single run off of him. Uh, you know, as you expect runs to be scored in yard, but... You don't expect them in fast pitch. Five nothing. I believe it was, a, I believe it was five nothing that game. Wow. Tough game for both teams. I got to double check and make sure that's accurate, but I'm pretty sure it is. My great pitching performance is actually from Doug yet again. We're going back to Dougie Baker. Douglas William Baker. Doesn't matter if that is or isn't his middle name. Douglas William Baker the third. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's not his real middle name. Doesn't matter. And look, honestly, he looks like his middle name's William. I want to start calling him Billy. Billy boy, Billy. But either way, my great pitching performance is from Doug Baker. He pitched really well opening day against the Jugs. I may or may not have been calling all of his pitches, but... I'm going to go with May. He performed... You sounded like you did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but either way... So you're going to say you had a great pitching performance. Good self-brag. Not at all. He threw his pitches wherever the hell he wanted to. He threw very well. I might have just been giving him the pitch, but it doesn't matter. He threw very well. And you called a great game. And I was very great game, but it doesn't matter on my side. Doug pitched very well, and I hope that he does it again this year. Draggy Dragons, too. I know. He's playing with the Dragons. Nick Lee's called pitches for me before. Maybe maybe Dougie will like it. I think everyone, if you're listening and you play wiffle ball and you're a pitcher, try having someone just call the pitches for you because I think it makes pitching way easier. You know, you can still shake them off. You're the one doing the pitching. But... You know, if you only have to think about five pitches instead of 80, really makes it easier to focus on just trying to throw hard or hit throw to a certain spot. So, quick PSA. Take signs. Makes it so easy. Take signs, not drugs. So, moving on from those good pitching slash great pitching performances, we're going to end this podcast with one more segment, which is what are you most excited for in 2023? Ooh, a little surprisey surprise. Oh, oh, pick me. The toe goes first. And I am most excited for opening day mall. April, it's going to go down. It's going to go down. Do you got a prediction for that as well or no? No. I'm just fired up for opening day. I'm ready to play. You know? See all my friends. And make new enemies. <laughs> Love hearing that. Love hearing that. Tom, do you have anything that you're most excited for? I am most excited for NWLA. Uh, I know there's all all the hype about UF being the biggest tournament, but NWLA, just a lot of nostalgia for me because that's the style of play I used to play as a kid, like in the backyard and even in a couple leagues. Even then, they there were a couple leagues in my hometown that played that same style of play, basically. And I think it being in Pittsburgh going to be a good bounce back year after not having a lot of teams. Hopefully they open it up. More teams, more people. Yes, I think uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Well, I hate saying this. Tom, you took mine as, again. 
Yeah, well, we all take your picks, so maybe you should go first once in a while, Mr. Archie Faced. No, it's way too much fun having to figure this out on the yeah, fly. Yeah, then you have to come up with. Then you get to come up with your own. I know, but at the same time, I'd like someone else to do it. The thing that I'm probably most excited for this year is seeing the different teams that are all going to come together. We're starting to see it now. We're starting to see all these teams really put together their roster. It's really exciting to see how all these teams are going to play together, whether or not they've played together before or if this is a brand new team. So you're, you're excited for the shuffling of players since there's no real, you know, you play with whoever you want. That's one of the beautiful things about Wiffleball is that, you know, I jump from team to team every year and pretty much everything except for Mid-Atlantic. Nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's always exciting to see where people go and where people end up. And the friends we met along the way. Whipped it. So we're going to end our podcast there. I hope everyone had a good time. Tom, Bryce, do you guys have anything to say before we go? Uh, be on the lookout for PLW. It's going to be sick. We're back, baby. We're back. Eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, and eat some protein. Now that needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> uh... Well, thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter. We have a Discord that is fully open for anyone that wants to join. The link for the Discord will be in the bio. We do not have a Instagram because I am lazy as well as the other two boys are lazy. Maybe we'll get it up. Maybe we won't. But either way, follow us at Athletes Foot Pod and have a good rest of the day. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. My t-shirt smells good. One of us should have drafted Bob. I can't oh, believe none of us drafted should Bob. Should have drafted Bob. Oh my God, we we messed wow, up. Wow, wow. We I'm all cutting Taylor. Up. I'm cutting Taylor. I want Bob on my team. We all fucked Bobbert up. laundry <laughs> room. He's. I got a dib on him. I'm sorry, Taylor. You can be. You know. He still got the mention. Well, no one drafted. Cut. No one drafted me. Yeah, but what we are on the pod. That'd be dumb. I was going to say points to mention people that are not on the pod. And I'm and you don't want to hang out with me? Not really, no. I already <laughs> get to hang out with you. So like that wouldn't be that'd, that'd be just business as usual. I wanna hang out with someone different. I already get to hang out with you. Why would I draft you? That'd be dumb. Because we're friends. That's why we actually play together in real life, not this hypothetical fake team. <laughs> we're friends in real life. IRL. You're an original, aren't you? Cowboy. Oh,